Hello! Thanks for checking out today's Foot in Review. We couldn't make this show without you and your fantastic support, but if you fancy going one step further, why not check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash footinreview. We offer a range of rewards and benefits with all levels receiving Discord access and episodes of the show without this very advertisement. However, we understand that times are tough, and if you can't back us financially, then simply spreading word of the show or leaving us a review wherever you listen will be super appreciated as it will help us grow. In particular, we'd like to thank our Skybox holders, Mehdi, Nick, Artyom, Paul, Daniel and Amma for their exceptional support. Hello footies and welcome back to Foot in Review powered by footcoaching.com and today we are recording episode 476. We will talk about the content or lack of content including though today a World Cup Hero SBC but with a maximum rating. We know the currently championship for champs rewards. Now the team of the week is out of pack and is it still worth playing for champions? We'll find out later in the show and we have of course a special guest making his podcast debut which we'll introduce shortly my name is john i'll be hosted today and i am joined by the author of the food in edit time newsletter it's kyle also known as quaders quarters i don't know quaders hi kyle just gonna say kyle Hi John, thanks very much for having me. I'm very, I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, we uh, this was uh, a long time in the making. I think I said a couple of weeks ago we should get this arranged. Um, but, but for people that don't know you, give us an introduction. Who are you? Where you're from? What is your history in foot? And what is the foot in at a time? Yeah. So uh, yeah, my name's Kyle. Um, you can find me on the Discord under the name uh, Kyle as as well. Um, my foot uh, journey started way back when in in FIFA 09. So I have still got the foot founder badge on my on my club. So I've been going an awfully long awfully long time from the uh, pain of the DLC days. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm really a casual player of of. Uh, Foot. Um, I've listened to the podcast uh, well over a year before I joined as a as a Patreon, but I can absolutely say I really love the the community you've got, John. The the people in the Discord, the the opportunities that you provide. So you know, anybody listening, it's it's a wonderful place. It's wonderful to have you there as well, of course. Mm. And what do I get in my mailbox every single week? Actually, I think. Um. So yeah, I write a. Uh, foot in added time newsletter and it's really my take on on content um and gameplay and the things that i get up to in in foot um so i've started this at the beginning of the of fifa 23 and i look back at, at fifa 22 in my in my first issue um and, and really it's a it's a kind of a, a really holistic thoughtful hopefully thought-provoking take on on uh, foot and look at the types of content that we have, the gameplay, the the heroes or not heroes or the lack of content that, that we have. Um, it's a really kind of open-minded and and um, an opportunity to get my thoughts down on on paper. Um, I send that roughly every every couple of days. I'm not really sticking to a schedule at the moment, but you know everybody's welcome to. Uh, to sign up and put their email address in and everything's all really confidential there's no uh, information that i i receive as the uh, as the creator it's, it's all handled by a really helpful service called review 
Um, you can find all the newsletters. I'm more than happy to share a, a link uh, to where you can sign up and subscribe. Uh, all of my newsletters are available there completely free. And also there uh, is my Twitter handle, which is at Quadders, and you can subscribe and read the new newsletters on there as well. Exactly. And um, we'll put in the links in the description of the show because at Quadders is actually without a E. So, well... It, you'll find it when we put it in the description. Yes. Probably best. But sign up for the newsletter, guys, because if you're listening to this, it's something, uh, well, we really like. I actually was talking to Kyle. Hey, maybe you should try get to cooperate and get a newsletter going for food coaching because I really like the style you write in. Um, and it has player reviews. It has information about the market, things were going on. But I like the fact that I can also like see your food journey, which team do you have every week or every couple of days. What do you change? What do you change? What strategies are you working on? So um, although you you call yourself a casual player, I think you're far from it. <laughs> yeah, no, um, absolutely. It's a very, um, you know, in-depth look at my at my FIFA journey and what, and what I get up to and the content that I engage with or not engage with. Um, and yeah, particularly looking at my, my team and how it evolves. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to towards the end of the year when there's been a few issues out and we can I can look back at the the various stages my team's gone through throughout the cycle um look at all the uh, the players that I've packed and the cars that I've uh, that I've accumulated because I think once you get through the whole cycle you tend to forget about cards or you look at dumping cards into an SPC particularly around team of the season and you know it's, it's good it's good to remember those those uh, legends of your club so we'll, we'll do a bit of a Little rewind at the end. That's very true, though. And um, I should have actually made pictures. I, every year, I say I should make pictures every week for my team. I never do it though. So <laughs> I, I can always keep forgetting. Oh, I did have that team, that one as well. So that's cool. Um, so we talk content today, though, because you wrote a beautiful piece about lackluster content. If I get that, correctly. yeah, that's right. Uh, we did get some content today, though. The long-awaited SPC and some more. Can you talk us through it? Yeah, so we got a Max uh, World Cup Hero 89 rated uh, that dropped today at uh, Content Drop. Um, I think this has been sort of forthcoming for a number of days, I think particularly from Monday and the start of the week, that people have been clamouring for for this type of content to replace the Icon SPC that, that expired. Um, that expired on Tuesday. So, yeah, the World Cup Hero dropped. Uh, I have done it. Um, and I have got a number of World Cup heroes already, and it and it wasn't a duplicate, so that's a that's a win. Um, but not 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 someone that goes straight into a, into my team. But yeah, what do you got though? I got I got an eight six rated Clint Dempsey. <laughs> I have not got any experience with him. Not even played against him. Not even played with him, honestly. No. So no. it looks decent though. I think all these I said this before. All these heroes. Look pretty decent, right? Yeah, they, they they all look really usable at this stage of the game. They, I think, they're really in line with the Prowl curve at the moment. And they've got you know, similar ratings to what the um, wants to watch cards are upgrading to with the World Cup. Um, you've got PTGs as well that are similar ratings. So everything's really on a managed borderline at the moment, and yeah, I think that ties into some of the more quiet content that we've had over over this week and and particularly last, but. Yeah, World, World Cup heroes are in the, in everyone's minds today. I think it's made uh, 88 red cards go really, really high. Um, there are there are cards that are absolutely flying. I think I've had a Ruben Diaz 
earlier in the earlier in the club, and that that went uh, insta sold. So I sold that too a little bit too cheap. But yeah, I think uh, it's been well received by the by the community and the player base. I think uh, a lot of people have been crying out for this one. Yeah, I very much like the price factor on this as well because um, it's fair. It's a bit of a shame. It, it requires three eighty eights. Yeah, we've got three eighty eights and a max eighty six rated squad. So. Yeah, I had the luck. I had three goalkeepers and tradable, which I just tossed in. I think um, that helps, but uh, yeah, it's all right. I don't like the max rating, so I like the fact they put in no much chemistry on this. Uh, it saves me a lot of position change, changes as well. Um, but I think 388 is a little bit on the high side. On the other side, there are no bad heroes, I think. I really don't think there are any. Um, so that, uh, it's definitely uh, worth trying. Yeah, I think I think a lot of it is trying to get the balance right between the SPC value and what you can actually pack out of it. I think as well you've got a lot of hero, a lot of heroes that are still within the power curve. Like my Nicklin Dempsey that I've got is is four star, four star. It, heroes are getting three three star chemistry as well when they go into your into your team now, so you can easily drop them in and out. So I think I think a lot of the cars that are, you you can get from this are actually you know okay if you can make them work. Um, but I think I think in, in the current chemistry, you a lot of it is is down to what players you want want to use and how you want to play isn't it exactly and i think it's good to say that they have all they are on three chemistry whatever happens just put them on the right position they are on three but if you do place the new world cup heroes in the app or in the web app on your team they will not get full chemistry but they will have full chemistry when in game so please take that in mind because i went wrong there the first evening they arrived of course when i packed the gofu card um, but be sure to check. They all will always, as long as they're in the proper position, on full cam. Um, I packed yesterday. I packed Donovan from actually winning a draft. Um, I think that's an all brilliant card. And today I packed the Marquez card. I'm probably going to use him center defender because I used the former version of the Marquez card as center defender. It was really good. So I'm quite happy. But I'm currently in a squad. And I have five heroes in my main team. So, yeah, I think heroes are very much uh, good on the value and very much decent enough to try. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think, I think um, I'm think i with you on Rafa Marquez. I was lucky enough to get him in a 75-plus last week, uh, late on a Friday. Um, so I, he slotted into centre-back alongside uh, Virgil van Dijk and he's like a Rolls-Royce. There's nothing that man can't do. Um, really, really um, I think a big build as a centre-back, so he gets in the way a lot and blocks a lot of shots. Not the quickest, but I put a catalyst on him and he's absolutely fine. Yeah, for sure. Plenty of options and I think there's plenty of value there. So anyway, I, I just do this one, right? Um, they could fit in every team. They are definitely good. And... Um, uh, chat says it's good to have a Nottingham accent on it, so <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't recognize it, but it's good to have it. Um, Kyle, we also have one of my favorite players yesterday in SBC, but even I am very scared to do it. <laughs> What's up with Quadrado? He's very expensive, John. I think is the main is the main issue. 
Um, I think he's 86 rated o- overall, which is a plus three on his on his goal card. Did use his goal card way back when in the in the early stages of of foot with his five star skill moves. Um, but I think yeah, there's an 83, 84, 85, and 86 squad in there, which is which is quite pricey. Um, I think there is a bit of a redeeming factor that obviously we've got a lot of swaps tokens and swaps content to to try and offset that a little bit with the 84 times 20 times 3 or the 84 times 20 but i think if you're not grinding swap tokens the the fodder price is pretty high for this one um he has decent position changes i think he can go to right mid right wing so he can get moved further up the pitch um i think you might not want to do that if you've got the d maria otw which I which I did. Um, as I think uh, we were, Same, uh, <laughs> yeah, we were talking in the in the pre-show, weren't we, about uh, being sort of having a soft spot for for Juventus players. So yeah, I've, I've got him as well. So I'm not I'm not enamoured to go out and do this one, um, even though it would it would uh, complement Di Maria quite nicely. Yeah, it's an um, like you said. I think it's very expensive, but we also were going to touch on one of these topics, which I got a lot of hate for on the weekend. Um, talk about swaps. We'll talk about that in a moment. Let's stay with Quadrado for a second. I think he's, by the way, he's 87, right? Oh, okay. I think that's fine. Um, three-star weak food. This player, of course, he's fast. He's high, he can dribble. But honestly, his crossing is fine, but he can't finish like he, like a, at all, right? Um, so there's, I don't see any point putting him up front. Don't even see him point playing at right wing. So I would play this card as a right cent- a right wing back honestly he's perfect for that except the fact that he can't really defend either so although i promised myself i'd do every single juventus as we see that came out of course i'm a little bit scared uh, it's also only available for another five days i think um so this one sets on the trend which keen brought in um with having very little put two time on these SPCs, which makes it also hard. And you are almost obliged to place, to do the swaps, to get tokens, because there aren't any proper way to get some fodder these days. Um, and here lies my problem, Cal, and I want to discuss this with you, right? So I've been, we've like coaching has been tremendous lately with a lot of trainees going on, and they also had a moment where they suffered and blamed the patch. I already said I'm very much of the opinion that the patch didn't change too much. And I figured out what is actually making these players um, perform less than bef- than they did before. And in my honest opinion, it is all about these swaps modes. I see players being rushed, being unfocused, wanting to go forward, uh, almost thrown in the towel when they actually do concede a call, um, being very frustrated by the pace. Uh, or playing very aggressive, but realizing that if you don't uh, have a golden gold mode after 45 minutes and you press some heavy touch or press off the possession loss, uh, your players are dead in the water. I think if you want to enjoy FIFA gameplay side, staying away from swaps is almost crucial in my honest opinion. What, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's a really interesting take, John. Um Definitely the stamina drain is, is an awful lot more. And EA came out with um, 
some st statistics, didn't they, around the percentage drops that players will now suffer, particularly on constant pressure and press after possession lost. Um, I'm with you. I don't think the patch has changed an awful amount. And I'm quite used to the, the slower gameplay, particularly on from last year's next-gen versions of the game. There was a slower slower uh, game mode and, and gameplay to that. There was very much methodical passes driven and very much a slower build-up, which I'm quite used to now, obviously, a year later. So not too much in the way this changed for me. Have been playing my swaps and absolutely take the point that people are pressing, people are driving forward an awful lot more. They are, yeah, possession after possession loss or constant pressure. So trying to play your way out is, is difficult. But yeah, it's, it's not doing any necessarily any favours when you go into rivals or, or foot champions that that mentality does need to change, particularly on a, on a, a game that is going to last two halves and it's not going to be over in uh, 15, 15 minutes or less than that <laughs> so on a, on a, uh, on a swap sort of program. Um, and what, one thing on the, on the swaps, I think EA, EA have given us an awful lot of grindable content to go at. I think a lot of it is, and I think a lot of been in the discord discussion is around skill-based matchmaking on the, on the uh, friendly modes as well. And I think people are either succumbing to that pressure that they are, are playing like-minded, similar skilled players rather than opposed to players that were lesser or, or better than them in, in, uh, in sort of non, non-skill-based uh, arenas like friendlies. Yeah, is it now confirmed? It is, is it skill-rated matchmaking? Because I still doubt it, if I'm honest. Yeah, I think I'm, I've, I've had a mixed experience with it. I think some, some tokens I've flown through got six wins quite quite easily and then i think others it's been a bit more of a a slog or a bit, a bit rougher ride as 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 you call it um i think i think a lot of it is down to the players that, that you've got i think we're using oh, i'm certainly using really random and obscure nations to to get to, to get these done so particularly when i'm fielding six uh qatari players or six saudi arabian players that yeah the quality is not going to be there um it depends on what what you're what you're using i am i'm having to flip out a lot of different cards to to make those modes work so i think we are in the midst of high press quick energetic gameplay and cards that we're just not used to which i think creates a bigger a bigger skill gap yeah it's yeah i think it's not only that the fact that you're playing but with different teams or maybe if it is even if it is match like if it is skill based matchmaking i think the mindset you'll start off a match in swaps is going to be way different than you should be having does that make sense if you want to go for performance if you slow down your pace i think everything will be much better and i'm not meaning like just keep possession or anything but i mean like just take a breather keep the same pace right because um i found matchmaking not that hard but i just found it very tedious to do if that makes sense people quitting at oh and like oh there's another five minutes of my time gone second one getting a bounce off and scoring like i don't know it's just not for me then i started playing rivals again and i was like oh wait a minute i actually have to focus here right and when i switched my momentum to being full framed back in focus mode 
suddenly the swaps worked as well. And I think if you are able to take the same approach, it's easier, but it's such a big difference though. If you go from playing swaps in, I don't know, let's put an average player. You're in div four, right? Uh, I'm not saying you're in div four. I'm just saying if you're an average player, I think you're, you should, you could be around div four. So you're div four, you're playing swaps. You're going to rush it. Then you are div four and you're going to use your gold squad or near gold squad to perform in rivals. That's already a big difference let alone the time it takes, the ability it takes, and the pace it actually changes. It's such a big difference. It's almost like uh, like if the, if we know the, go, the guys from pro clubs or are pros from the pro club scene, if they would play Volta, it also feels way different. But the avatar is sort of the basics are the same. I think this is comparable. You're either excel in rivals or fail miserably in swaps, or you push through swaps, but you, it, it leads to point losses maybe or consistency loss in rivals i don't think there's many people that can do both because most of us are time limited as well and if i haven't played for two days i need a, a cup i need an hour or something to be able to go back it and it's my job to do so how can someone that's not in a full-time position then able to switch that around easily so i think that clouds the judgment a bit of being in skill-based matchmaking and i'm staying away because what I'm doing is, I, I tweeted this as well last week, folks. It's sometimes rage-inducing, but it's also time-consuming. And actually, what it will do is I will spend hours upon hours and upon hours with building up the frustration in the meanwhile losing my skill, sort of dropping my skill currently. And for what? For extra packs to hopefully get some high-rated cards in it. If not, I can toss them into an SBC like Quadrado. You know what? I'm just sticking to rivals and I'll probably get as good as cards from the rewards being there, spending a whole lot less time and feeling more confident and feeling more happy about my game stuff. Yeah. Could be me though. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with I'm with you on that, John. I think a lot of a lot of it is is getting the balance right and doing what you most enjoy on the game. And that if that's grinding the tokens, then go ahead, go grind the tokens, they're there to do. But I think, you know, for consistency wise and the gameplay wise, rivals and champs are the are the premiership of of uh, foot. So for that consistency to to see your improvements in that gameplay style be matched to your team and the players that you're used to playing with and the cars that that you know and then the consistency of the rewards, you're absolutely right. They're gonna they're gonna come no matter what method you choose to get the those rewards i think i think for me on on swaps i'm absolutely not not rushing to complete them um i'm not really interested in the packs either it's probably one of the world cup icons that have most uh grabbed my attention but yeah i think i i i'm i'm taking rivals as easy as well i'm not i'm not i'm particularly last year i burned through rivals got to elite and then absolutely hated my time there so i'm uh, i'm taking it a lot a lot slower and in fact you were saying around uh, div four i'm on the precipice just to get into div three now <laughs> and i've not played rivals for a little while so i'm waiting for the reset to to happen uh, on uh, on thursday um i think i'm from elite i went to two i think so i'm probably in two because i didn't play much i just got my eight wins and that and that's it um, but also because I was ill, of course. Now we're grinding it out next week, probably. And but I will be going back. But I I need to be there because I need to teach people how to play on a high level if needed, right? 
uh, and I can only do that when I actually have some experiences facing that myself. Um, and then I'm gonna, for example, gonna introduce a new Patreon-only formation soon and a setup to help with the current meta, but I wouldn't be able to do that if I was sticking around in day four to just enjoy my time a bit more. I think that wouldn't be fair. So that's the only reason I'm pushing there. Talk about pushing though. Weekend League. Do you play Weekend League? Yes, I do. I've played every one this week. Uh, this, this, every uh, single every one. Every single one. Uh, that means you're probably not playing for rewards, are you? <laughs> I'm purely in there for, for enjoyment. <laughs> it's as sweaty as it, as it can get. But yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of enjoyment to be had. I think I'm, I'm in the mindset that I like playing with my best players in my club and seeing what, what rank I can get. And... You know, if that if that's thirteen and seven, which I've got the last two weekends, then that's that's how it how it is. Um, I think I did I did manage to get to a sixteen with a few, few free gifted, and you know you're you're there with a couple of games to go. Um, but yeah, look, never stress about the rewards. Um, the biggest advice that I've sort of used myself is do not play for the rewards. And even now with the the changes that that EA have made with uh, the pause on on team of the week. I think there's even more emphasis just to either skip or, you know, take it really, really easy, and and yeah, don't don't play for the rewards. Yeah, you already mentioned it, but uh, of course, team of the week is out of packs, which gave us well an issue maybe with the rewards. But if you go into foot champs now, you can actually see the rewards. And I'm just going to tell you, if you get rank one. In weekend league, so that's the highest possible rank, right? You get three player picks, which you normally would get as well from team of the week, of course. But now these are 84 plus rare gold players, so you get one out of three 84 rare plus players. You could end your weekend league with three 84 gold players, about I don't know, 3,000 coins worth of value. God, what's going on with this man? Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, re- I'm really struggling to get, get behind this one. I think, I think obviously we're, we're very used to having team of the week cards and red cards. Those, those red cards, and we either use them for our teams, particularly at the start of the game, you use them in your teams and, and continue to use them until their, their power curve takes them by. Um, or they go into the uh, SBC heaven and they go into uh, the, uh, the upgrade pack. So the, there's a I think a, even a fine limited balance on on reds, uh, red picks. Oh, these will probably be red, yeah. I think. Maybe so you you can still build towards that. But man, I find it so hard to say. Let's play twenty matches for three possible. Like I did the eighty three plus as we see just now before we started podcast. I had the choice of two eighty threes and one eighty four. That feels like something that would happen in weekend league for me. And then you get rank one, so you scored nineteen one or twenty oh. And you get three eighty-four rated players. I would be, I would, I'd be done. Um, and the I, the thing I find weird about this, I don't think they have many options, right? Because the team, the icons are too powerful. The SPCs are uh, well there, but you can make them eighty-seven rated if you get or eighty-six rated at least plus if you rank one. Because there are not that many players getting rank one. So why, what's the harm in doing that? I do like the fact I've said this before that you are having consistent rewards. So based on your performance, you get rewarded. That I can never very much get in behind. This, on the other hand, is a little bit much because there's hundreds of 84-rated players. 
Um, it feels a bit weird because also you sp we spoke about content and we spoke about content a lot this week on the previous show with Monday as well. And um, you mentioned it in your newsletter. And I think we also have a question people asking, is it so um, that is EA trying to drive people to actually play the game? There's an abundance of rewards in tokens, friendly cup, etc. Before we answer that question, if that would be a yes, why do they give these weird rewards for gems? Are they just forcing us to play friendlies only then? Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, it's a really strange position by by EA. Um I think I think the I think that their model is always to get driving gameplay engagement. Uh, that's all that's always their driver every year is to maximize the number of hours that you spend playing the game, hence why we get swaps tokens and swaps programs, particularly a lot, a lot last year. Um I think the, the foot champions are strange and I'm I'm I think we need more clarity on what, what those player picks are gonna look like. Are are you gonna be able to pack a promo card from those from those picks? Uh, that's not clear at the moment whether they are gonna be all eighty four or rare gold players. Um is highly likely if they are based on a normal H four plus upgrade that, you know, we get what you know, once every month type of type of content more more generally is, you know, an eighty four rated squad for, you know, an eight an eighty four out or an eighty three squad for an eighty four player player out. Um so yeah, I think it is a very, very strange sort of type of content that we're we're getting. Um I think I've always saw EA to premier foot champions as the the pinnacle of of the the uh the the game and that was where you tested your abilities against the best players so you would expect the best rewards but you could absolutely argue you're you're more likely to get more valuable rewards out of a, a swaps program if you just grind the squad battles and you complete the friendly objectives and then you get enough xp to get the couple that are in your season rewards so it, it's a it's a really weird of time time on the game i'm i'm very much i think stuck in my way to stuck in my routine that weekend league is the is the the top the top mode to play but yeah like i said i'm not i'm not playing it for the rewards i am playing it to test my abilities against some really competent and good players and see see where i get to but i'm not holding any hopes for Packing a load of promo cards if they're in if they're in uh, if they're in picks uh, on the on the weekend. Yeah. Um, so although I'm not playing for rewards, I am trying to maximize my time. And if, like, I get what you're saying, you want to play against the best players and see how good you are there, right? But wouldn't rifles be the best way of, for you to play then, since there the matchmaking is skill based always? Yeah, I I think. I've got burned by rivals, particularly last year. And I, 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 want, I want to have that, that balance. I know, I know what you're saying, John, in terms of the division rival system, um, having that player base that is in that division with you. And I think naturally, as the better players move up through the divisions, you, you naturally progress um, in terms of the way it's structured. That's certainly the way I found it through, through rivals, particularly last year when they introduced this new, this new ladder system. Um, yeah, I think I think champs is 
for me that 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 premiership mode i've always enjoyed it i've like i said i've been playing uh for for uh for absolutely ages now well 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 over a decade but um i must admit i never got into champs until the last couple of years so i think it's just still a really new mode for me um for ages i was a low low div six div five player and only only recently the pandemic had that ability to move myself up with the with the new system so naturally i played better players and and got better myself so there's an there's an element there that you know you're absolutely right the rivals is that that way to test to, to test yourself and I, I play i play them both equally um i think i think probably for me the the foot champs some rewards slightly edge it sometimes i was burned a lot of times by elite red picks last year they <laughs> they were not worth it for me um so yeah i think i think that's the way i think it's a lot of it is balance and absolutely managing your time in terms of what of what you want to do yeah and the one thing i will not be doing anytime soon is playing weekly league though if i'm quite honest i'd rather spend eight matches getting higher up in rifles currently myself but if you're listening to this show let us know what do you think about this we have a player review cow from none other than uh think shack attack of course he reviewed r9 and now i am doubting if we already did that <laughs> review on the show but hey if we didn't, if we did, there's another review. If we didn't, then this is actually a pretty cool review. So he packed, I think, R9 from the SBC that came out last week, the base icon SBC. And he says, I think it's time I review the big man, base Ronaldo. Originally, when I packed him, I didn't know how to feel. One part of my mind was, oh my God. And the other one was, it's not that great of a card, is it? Digging into the card stats, I realized it's a four-star, four-star variant, unlike all the other versions, which are five-star, five-star. Was this the reason he's not considered meta, was my first thought. Rest of the stats look pretty decent, except the medium-medium. Let me preface this by saying I have ever used every other version of R9 and can't remember ever using the base version because he was always stupidly expensive or just behind the old power curve. This card could not have landed in my club at a better time with the new patch, which finally allowed smooth dribbling and some explosiveness in movement. Um, it's a long review, but his finishing, let's just say, is sublime. Certain angles and movements, he just feels unstoppable. Having the finesse shot traits made some interesting goals occur as well. Passing is more than serviceable. I have an engine on him and his one-twos with a striker partners are really good. His four-star weak foot generally feels like five-star because I don't have to worry which foot he shoots with. If he's got an inch of space, he gets a goal. To wrap it up, he's better than I expected. And what seems to be working is my opponents tend to see R8 as a joke. R9, he means, but I know why he says R8. And that right there gives me the advantage right off the bat. Would I pay 1.6 million from this card? I am not quite sure. Another load of top-tier strikers available for lower cost than that. But still, he seems like a special card, at least for this time in the game. That's a beautiful review. Thank you very much. Um, honestly, I would never, ever, ever, ever spend 1.6 million on an icon in this game currently. No. What about you? No, <laughs> no, def definitely not. Um, no, I think that's an excellent review uh, by by Shaq. Um yeah, I, I've unfortunately never had the the enjoyment that Shaq's had there in terms of packing a R9 
Um, especially at this early stage of the game, I'm sure he's very, very usable. Um, even though it's his, it's his baby card. But yeah, I think it goes back to the point we were making earlier, John, around using the cards that you enjoy and the, the content that you want to play with. Um, and that if icon, icons are not, not as hype, I think, as, as maybe what they once were with the, with the links with their icon league links to, to others they don't offer the same same chemistry boost to, to what they did previously um, but I think if you enjoy using those players and those players fit your team or your style of play go go for it and yeah I think Shaq, Shaq is very happy with uh, with his pool there from his, from his review <laughs> yeah for sure um, now I think any other I think I'll go for these um, go for these heroes man I think that's, that's way better. Also, like, for example, uh, I got Lukaku. Uh, he doesn't fit my team currently, so I now have him on the bench. But Lukaku, Lukaku was about, he was 60K or something when I packed him. I don't even know. He's probably up a little bit now. Um, as we recorded, Belgium is actually playing, and I won't spoil how much it is. But let me say he's likely to get upgraded. Um, the Lukaku card currently is 100,000, 90,000 currently. So well, um, but that's a three-star, four-star, which can get, be upgraded. I think you're much better just getting in the 419k getting a striker like this than doing any of these icon NPCs. And if you're extreme lucky, get Ronaldo and he's cool. If anything else, you get a Ronald Koeman and you're like, oh, he's pretty cool until the first good striker in the game comes out. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> actually, actually, it's all right. I'll leave it there. So, ah, who knows? Um... I don't have too much questions, and I got one question, and maybe you know what it is. Simon, friend of the show, Simon says, asks is, I have a burning question about the pot. What is it that you are dropping at the end of the show? Uh, I, yeah, I don't know, John, what we're dropping at the end of the show. <laughs> it is the beat, man. The beat. It's the beat we're dropping. It took him 475 episodes to actually ask that question, and he was on the show once or twice as well. <laughs> but thank you for sending that in, though. Um, Kyle, what is the one thing you're going to buy for Black Friday? One thing I'm going to buy for Black Friday. Mm. In, uh, in, in, full, in full context, I'm going to be on lookout for some deals in terms of fodder cards and any cards that are on meta that are dropping so I can do a few uh, quick flips. Um, I think that's my, my look. Um, I wrote in my newsletter around Black Friday as well. Sell your cards if they are going to be in packs on on Friday. I fully expect a load of uh, flash SBCs, uh, store content. So supply is going to be an awful amount. So the one bit of advice that I can definitely see happening is sell anything that you are not planning to use or trade with before Friday. <laughs> Friday's going to be crazy, right? It is, yeah. Um, new promo out as well, so um, I'm sure you'll be coming that, that jump. Uh, is there a new promo coming out? I think it's uh, Road, to Road to the World Cup. I think there's been a lot. Oh, I totally, be I totally believe you. Honestly, <laughs> I'm so dehyped by this current promo, which has pretty cool cards, but I don't think uh, the rest is pretty like luster. So I'm very happy with Lukaku, but we need more of these, I think. Um that I haven't paid much attention to what's coming. And I know there's rumors of insane packs coming, which I gladly report on this Friday. 
But I think most of the menu content is held off. And Friday, we're all going to get our wallets and make up for it. <laughs> That's my feeling, at least. Yeah, I think I think EA are going to launch the, the store content. There are going to be packs. I know EA have done in the past. Limited packs. Like yeah, probably. limited um, lightning rounds, as we as we know them. Um, may even be a swap token pack. I can fully expect EA doing that as well, having a, a pack to get one of the swap tokens in your club. But yeah, I think it's going to be going to be definitely a madness for anything that's in packs. That yeah, I expect to see some prices dropping, particularly gold cards. The longer the game cycle goes on, um, it's it's going to continue to to drop um, as people upgrade upgrade past their teams. Um, so yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a, a mad a mad uh, Friday definitely. Um, we are I think we're, there is a loading screen. There is going to be I think World Cup icons in packs um so which nobody's hyped for no (laughs) (laughs) so we'll we'll see we'll see what ea bring out there um and yeah i think there's there's going to be a what what seems to be an upgradable card concept and whether they are similar to cars that play a certain number of games or um score a goal to get upgrades not sure nothing's been confirmed yet on that but yeah we've obviously already got a, an upgrading set of cards two teams worth so it's how they're going to to manage that i wait and see i think is the message there yeah for sure i'm looking forward to it though because oh i am looking forward to just having a fun thing to grind or maybe like i get i don't know i just need something um and i know i sound negative right but currently my my Day in FIFA looks like this. I get up, I play rivals, get some wins, get some losses, get a level up or get some points up um, with my eight matches total that week. And like, I can now play swaps or do something else. <laughs> and I'm currently more of like, you know what, for now, something else is fine, maybe until team of the year hits or until that promo actually makes sense. And also with three, four football matches a day, I'm pretty much entertained anyways. And uh, currently I'm not very much interested in or missing many of those matches um, over playing FIFA. And I hopefully it will be the other way around soon. Um, but yeah. yeah. What is fun though, the market has been all on it. It's insane. Up and down, uh, very low, very low, very high. It's it bounces all over the place. And if you're interested in following up on the market, get some good advice, including a cheat sheet, cheat sheet, which is perfect English for a normal Englishman. Um, you could check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash foot in review, because for all our supporter tiers and above, Daniel and Shaq bring out. Well, we set once a month a trading show. Um, but they're currently having so much fun doing it. They're bringing it out every single week. And that, yes, that includes a cheat sheet. Which ha- we have to find a different name for it. Dan <laughs> sheet, Which has uh, a list with players with low risk, medium risk, and high risk for investing on it. So uh, go at it if you want to check it out. Gal, where can people find you? They can find me in the Discord under the username Kyle or on Twitter at Quadders. And the E is replaced with a three. 
that's a good way of describing it. Yeah, we'll put in the links in, in below. Uh, make sure you get the uh, news brief newsletter uh, signed up for. It's really cool. I quite like uh, reading that. Takes my uh, uh, you put it better in words than I can do in a podcast. So I think that's definitely worth mentioning. Uh, of course, you can find us all on Foot Coaching everywhere. Um, I would like to thank you all for your kind messages for the support we wanted to give to the Proud Maroons. And I wanted to say to everyone that did send a little less nice message um, that you are now reported and blocked and I'm uh, <laughs> not seeing it anymore. But thank you very much for at least noticing us there, I think. And of course, if you want to support them, then check out the Proud Maroons on the website www.promaroons.com of course see you this Friday and Cal we haven't talked about this but it is time for us to drop it drop it drop it, drop it. Drop it.